Okay, so we are doing Canto 9, Chapter 19. This is uh, King Yayati achieves liberation. But before we uh, do this, like I had explained to you yesterday, I will try to give you a small understanding about how this whole thing is achieved by Yayati and what exactly happens, why does he request his <coughs> son to give his youth to him. Now, this is something which we have always seen in our life also, but we are not able to identify just now with the story. But let us see how it is. If you recollect the previous story which ends about Lord Parshuram destroying the ruling class, we stopped over there and then we came to this different race, which is the Yayatis, the Purus and all that. So King Yayati is a person who has to marry two women, if you recollect that. Alright, so <coughs> these are two, one is a daughter of one of the gurus of the demons, that is Shukracharya's daughter, that is Devayani and the second one is Sharmishta, Sharmishta is a daughter of Rushaparva. So these are the two daughters that, uh, these are the two women that are there and uh, when this particular thing happens, what uh, transpires over there is, the one of the ladies, she doesn't feel uh, nice towards the other one because of a certain insult that has happened and because of which, you know, finally she, uh, the, her father that is Shukracharya has to go to meet Prishaparva and before he can say anything already Prishaparva has asked for pardon and he has made his daughter into one of the slaves of Devayani. So this is what has happened and meanwhile over there the king has married this daughter that is Devayani. But while living with Devayani, he also has uh, relations with Sharmishta. So this was the basic story which happened. And then there are children that are born and then these children and he becomes old very fast. He is not able to enjoy his life. And so he is requesting his son, one of the sons, to give him this, his youth. So this is what has happened till date. Now, how does this transpire and what exactly happens over here? See, one of the very important uh, characteristics of humankind is that a man has been given the capability to be sexually active, active right up to the end of his life. That means he has got the capability of giving children even at the end of his life but whereas a woman is not been given that capability so in her case what has happened is she reaches a stage of menopause and then the capability stops it's not about sexual um, activity it talks about more of creating children so you will find that this halfway through their life that is up say um, around 50 years or so things come to a halt uh, this is what exactly is the case now 
there are two sides to it one is the creation of a future generation and the second one is about pleasure there are two potencies which are involved in sexual activities now the first activity is starts with pleasure terminates in having children that is the first aspect of it and second one is as a person becomes older they may say i want to have a child but unfortunately that doesn't happen and it only turns into pleasure so it's a reverse activity of the whole so you will find that both these activities are controlled by two different sides of nature one is connected to the creation of the future generation right and the second one is more pleasurable in this world so whereas the demonic aspect is concerned it is more on the pleasurable side and whereas the creation of the future generation that is for creating progenies in the future for having children in the future it is more on the lines of the godly type that means the generation has to continue all right so the next generation and the next generation and the next generation now men also had the same issue till the time of this king that is yeyati's time the men also were not allowed to have any children after the age of 50 after they also had what is called as a male menopause they were not supposed to have but king yeyati has instructed his son can you please give me your youth basically what they are talking about is over here is that this creation of children at a later half of his life is also a part of this activity so this has been included because of that son of his all right so you will find that this story though it sounds very strange but it's puru all right he is the one who gives this kind of a capability to his father yayati all right so it is after that time that this became a common thing with a man so a man is potent like i say potent till he dies a woman has menopause halfway because of these two aspects of the nature one is connecting to sharmishta and one is connecting to devayani okay so i hope you understood this aspect of it all right so now we will continue with chapter 19 king yayati achieves liberation sukhdev goswami said oh maharaj parikshit yayati was very much attached to women in due course of time however when disgusted with sexual enjoyment and its bad effects he renounced this way of life and narrated the following story to his beloved wife So now we are continuing with the story. Yayati is now completely disgusted with what he is doing. See, the pleasure aspect of it disappears after some time. You should understand this because a person cannot keep on having sex all the time in his life. He needs to go towards the next, uh, you know, destination. That is one prastha. One prastha means leaving everything and going away into the jungles. Basically, he is talking about giving up his active grahastha life grahastha is a life connected to householders. householders you have to give that life up 
and you have to become like a like a person who goes to vanaprastha that means you have to become more very genteel right so let us see so he is going to now give us a story ayati is going to give us a story my dear beloved wife daughter of shukracharya so he is addressing devyani in this world there is someone exactly like me please listen as i narrate the history of his life by hearing about this life of such a householder those who have retired from householder life always lament so now he is giving a story so now let us let us listen to it while wandering in the forest eating to satisfy his senses a he goat by chance approached a well in which he saw a she goat standing helplessly having fallen into it by the influence of the results of fruitive activities after planning how to get the she goat out of the well the lusty he goat dug up the earth on the well's edge with the point of his horns in such a way that she was able to come out very easily when the she goat who had very nice hips got out of the well and saw the very handsome he goat she desired to accept him as her husband when she did so many other she goats also desired him as their husband because he had a very beautiful body structure and a nice mustache and beard and was expert in discharging semen and in the art of sexual intercourse therefore just as a person haunted by the ghost exhibits madness the best of the he goats attracted by the many she goats engaged in erotic activities and naturally forgot his real business in self realization so i think you know you are getting the gist of the story remember where we had stopped and now yayati is now telling a story to his wife because there is something which is called realization as an aspect which has to be understood very well why are we over here on this planet there is definitely a reason there are two reasons one is the spiritual reason and one is the material reason the material reason is the one where you create the future generation and the generation goes on it is called the karmic activity karma you are ruled by karma karma is that where you keep on growing then you meet your partners and then you know get married and so on and so forth various other things happen then you have children and after after you have children what do you do you're not supposed to continue to do something like that you are supposed to naturally get and give up all these kind of a things and then you are supposed to look at what is called as why are you over here what is the real reason for you being here on this planet earth it's ex- extremely important to understand that you are here because of certain reasons what are those reasons one of the reasons is called self realization trying to understand why you are here who you are what you are doing that is the main reason so the he is giving a story of a he goat and a she goat so he forgets the he goat forgets why he is come over here when the she goat who had fallen into the well saw her beloved goat goat engaged in sexual affairs with another she goat she could not tolerate the goat's activities agreeing by her husband's behavior with another the she goat thought that the he goat was not actually her friend but was hard hearted and her friend only for the time being therefore because her husband was lusty she left him and returned to her former maintainer being very sorry the he goat who was subservient to his wife followed the she goat into the road and tried his best to flatter her but he could not pacify her this is the same story of king ayati isn't it so what happens is the he goat meets a she goat in that well and he pulls her out from there that means what there is a particular place where the she goat is what is the meaning of this word she goat she goat it doesn't mean any she goat over there 
it talks about a woman who is grown up in her father's world father and mother her parents now this man goes and pulls her out from there and tries to create his own world with this person and when he is doing that naturally there are other people around which he is attracted to so he goes over there so naturally this first goat that is the person leaves and goes back to the and because he is subservient subservient means always bowing down to the wishes of his wife he will you will always find that the man is always bowing down to the wishes of his wife this is normally the case and uh, anything that she says he will agree to it and that is the reason why he is always caught in this trap of material world continuously so being very sorry the he go by the he goat who was subservient to his wife followed the she goat on the road and tried his best to flatter her but he could not pacify her then the she goat went to the residence of a brahmana who was the maintainer of another she goat and the brahmana angrily cut off the he goat's dangling testicles but as the he goat's request the brahmana later rejoined them by the power of mystic yoga so like i said in the previous story if you recollect there is a time when you know that particular activity has to cease has to stop but it continues on so the she goat requests the brahmana and the he goat gets back his goatliness or manliness as we call it <laughs> my dear wife when he got when the he goat got his testicle restored he enjoyed the sea goat she he had gotten from the well but although he continued to enjoy for many many years even now he was not fully satisfied and this is a problem which happens with human beings human beings are never satisfied with what they have they are always looking for more and more and more excitement in their life as they grow older in age you will find that now see today in today's day and age also if you actually look at this world outside isn't it the same you know it goes to show like uh, say for example there was there is a particular channel which has opened up now uh, those who know popcorn time popcorn times i'm sure you know it's an app which is there which you can download from the internet now popcorn time was an uh, was an app which uh, gives you all those kinds of latest movies that are there which you can watch on your cell phone and suddenly in the last 15 days time there was a new thing which came up just like popcorn times it is called porn times and this app has been downloaded so many times which you cannot even imagine and now you don't need a pc or anything or an or a, you know close server where everybody comes to know oh you are downloading porn <laughs> where you can directly do it on your on your cell phone if you have a good fast network life has become like that and you will find that you know in in the past i had written some stories about elderly people who are so much addicted to this kind of a thing because as they grow older they are getting more and more addicted towards porn and various other activities and this is what happens to a human being a man is always leaning towards sexual uh, uh, you know uh, gratification and a woman basically by the time she reaches her middle age she has already finished having children and then she is more interested in looking after them or looking after the family or looking after her job her career or something like that whereas a man is still 
trying to become more and more sexually active which is something which is the problem which ayati is telling the story is connected to that so when the she goat went to the residence of the brahmana who was a maintainer of another she goat and the brahmana angrily cut off the he goat dangling testicles but as the he goat's request the brahmana later rejoined them by the power of mystic yoga my dear wife when the he goat had his testicles restored he enjoyed the she goat he had for he had gotten from the well but although he continued to enjoy for many many years even now he was not fully satisfied oh my dear wife with beautiful eyebrows i am exactly like that he goat yayati is telling his wife devayani okay i am exactly like that he goat for i am so poor in intelligence that i am captivated by your beauty and have forgotten the real task of self realization people actually forget that after a certain time of their life they are not supposed to get into these kind of things they are supposed to move towards trying to find self realization trying to understand the real issue in their life think about it i mean today in this material world there are lots of people who have become you know retired or they have aged and by the time they are 55 and 60 years of age they are wondering what they are supposed to do they are wondering oh i think i should continue working oh i think i should be doing social service or this or that this is the type of thing that they are talking about they are talking about making money they are talking about uh, traveling the world or they are tra- talking about things like you know i need to join that uh, particular activity or this activity i'm sorry the problem is that it is the vanaprastha stage where a person is supposed to be only looking towards god has he not done enough in his life that he needs to actually give up at this point in time and do something worthwhile so he is forgotten that so so he is saying oh my dear wife with beautiful eyebrows i am exactly like that he got for i am so poor in intelligence that i am captivated by your beauty and i have forgotten the real task of self realization a person who is lusty cannot satisfy his mind even if he has enough of everything in this world including rice barley and other food grains gold animals and women nothing can satisfy him understand this this is a man's nature man is very much sexually attracted towards you know is attracted towards sex even when he is becoming old in life so this is written in the bhagavatam think about it as supplying butter to a fire does not diminish the fire but increases but instead increases it more and more the endeavor to stop lusty desires by continual enjoyment can never be successful in fact one must voluntarily cease from material desires the most important thing that we teach in the in the spiritual aspect is the 3d's one is called dispassion the second one is called detachment and the third one is called discrimination a person is so much attached to his wife or to the women in his life a man is so much attached to the woman in his life that he does anything and everything for her he literally gives up his life he is literally at her beck and call and then he is the beck and call of his children you will find that you know the the child says i want this and the father and goes after that and then he says i want that and he goes after that as well trying to fulfill the dreams of the child and the wife as he goes along so what he is trying to say yayati is trying to say something over here he is saying that this is what now just like this butter which is increasing this fire it doesn't decrease so the more this kind of activity that a person does the more he is falling into this trap so he needs to use his self discrimination that he has to understand he is falling into this trap and he needs to 
seize it. So, you must, in fact, one must voluntarily seize. When a man is non-envious and does not desire ill fortune of anyone, he is equipoised. For such a person, all directions appear happy. Non-envious. You know what is non-envy? You should not envy somebody else. If somebody else is getting something, you should never envy that person. Oh, he is getting so much. I am not getting so much. She is getting so much. I am not getting this. That, that comparison which happens, that is called that envy. One of the greatest sins. You should never have this kind of a sin, you know, where you are definitely, you know, I want this and I want that. So, secondly, desiring ill fortune of others. This is a terrible act. You should understand that this is not a good thing. Why does a person want to think something bad about another person? You remember, the uh, lady, Devayani, was thinking bad about Sharmishta. Why? Because he was attracted towards her, that is Ayati. So naturally she was envious of this second person. So there should be no envy and there should be no such thing as a desire of ill fortune for others. Only when you have this, that you can become equipoise. Equipoise means... You are not disturbed from right or left. No likes, no dislikes. Those kind of things where you are equipoised. Your mind is in a state of equilibrium. Only such a person will be ever happy. For those who are attached to material enjoyment, sense gratification is very difficult to give up. Even when one is invalid because of old age, one cannot give up such desires for sense gratification. Therefore, one who is actually desires Happiness must give up unsatisfied desires as is the cause of all tribulation. You know, even if a person is lame or having some sort of a very big problem with his body, even that kind of a person is looking for sexual gratification. I mean, I know of people in this world who are not even able to move from their bed and they are looking for this kind of a thing. Which is terrible. So, the material enjoyment is such a type of a thing. For those who are not attached to material enjoyment, first and foremost you have to get out of this material enjoyment thing. Sense gratification is difficult to give up. So you need to give up sense gratification. Even when one is invalid because of old age, one cannot give up such desires for sense gratification. Therefore, one who actually desires happiness must give up such unsatisfied desires which are the cause of all tribulations. You know, we have these people who say these words. I did not get to enjoy when I was very young. So now that I am old, I have to fulfill my desires. When I was young, I wanted to enjoy this and that and that and that. Now I have worked very hard for all my life. Now because of this, I am entitled to certain amount of enjoyment in my life. I am sorry. You are stupid. That is not how things are done. That is called giving up your desires. So, one should not allow oneself to sit in the same seat even with one's own mother, sister or daughter. For the senses are so strong that even though one is very advanced in knowledge, he may be attracted by sex. And that is the reason why you will find that most of these people, they have to go towards a place in the mountains where there are no women around. Now, this is talking about um, a man, 
okay but in today's day and age it is also very much true about a woman you have to go away from a place where there is no such kind of a sensual gratification happening i have spent a full thousand years enjoying sense gratification yet my desire to enjoy such pleasures increases daily yayati is telling his wife the story therefore i shall now give up all these desires and meditate upon the supreme lord personality of godhead free from the dualities of mental concoction and free from false prestige i shall wander in the forest with the animals one who knows material happiness whether good or bad in this life or in the next on this planet or the heavenly planets is temporary and useless and that all intelligent person should not try to enjoy or even think of such things is the knower of the self such a realized person knows quite well that material happiness is the very cause of continued material existence and forgetfulness of one's own constitutional position so you need to understand something this keeping yourself trapped in this material world by means of these kind of requirements in your life that means you are getting attracted towards these material things you have to give it up you have to forego it now uh, this is what we need to do sukhdev goswami said after speaking in this way of his life to his wife devyani king yayati who was now free from all material desire called his youngest son puru and returned puru's youth in exchange for his old own old age king yayati gave the south east to his son druyu the south to his son yadu the west to his son turvasu and the north to his son anu in this way he divided the kingdom yayati enthroned his youngest son puru as the emperor of the entire world and the proprietor of all the riches and he placed all the other sons who were older than puru under puru's control having enjoyed sense gratification for many many years o king parikshit yayati was accustomed to it but he gave up entirely in a moment just as a bird flies away from the nest as soon as its wings have grown because king yayati completely surrendered unto the supreme personality of god had vasudev he was freed from all material contaminations of the material nat- modes of nature because of his self realization he was able to fix his mind upon the transcendence that is para brahma and vasudeva and thus he ultimately achieved the position of an associate of the lord when devayani heard maharaj yayati story of the he goat and the she goat she understood the story which was presented as if it was a funny joke for entertainment between husband and wife was intended to awaken her to her constitutional position you know most of the times you will find that all our spiritual texts whether you take the hindu texts or any other texts you know these are the spiritual ones they are having a lot of these stories which are connected to sexual encounter sex and so on and so forth and we wonder what is this nonsense you know the reason is because we have been given to this understanding that sex is bad and sex is dirty and sex is this and sex is that and we become hypocrites the reason why these stories are there is for us to understand what is the the basic necessity is there you know like uh, like i wrote you know yesterday maslow's theory it talks about what talks about the physiological needs the physical physiological needs are the lowest needs that is the lowest in the category food clothing shelter sex and all those kind of things 
and that is what man is looking at but he needs to rise higher and higher towards the highest of the goal and that is the most important thing he forgets about this kind of thing and what is it that makes him go further and further lust and greed two things only what ramkrishna paramahansa said you know kamini and kanchan kamini is associated with lust and kanchan kanchan is gold which is greed it is lust and greed it's what is driving a person you see once you earn start earning something then you are looking at lust first it is food isn't it and then it grows higher and higher and that is the reason why these stories are very much written in this kind of a format it is it is written in a format where you can understand but being hypocritical people do not they say ha ah, this is not good but that is being stupid you know so the wife understands this position thereafter devayani the daughter of shukracharya understood that the materialistic association of husband friends and relatives is like the association of a hotel full of tourists the relationship of society friendship and love are created by the maya of the supreme personality of godhead exactly in a dream by the grace of krishna devayani gave her imagining position in the material world imaginary position in the material world completely fixing her mind upon krishna she achieved liberation from the gross and the subtle bodies so you have to understand this now think about it this was written thousands of years ago and they are still talking about tourist hostels ha huh? so you are just going over there only for a meeting a few people you are alone you are going to a hotel you know where you are going to some place in that hotel there you get a room to stay and in that room i there are so many other rooms around and everybody is staying in that room nobody owns it by the way the hotel is owned by the hotel owner only but you are getting the room only for a rent for that particular day or night you go over there you meet so many people that means you meet your wife your children everybody else they are just like this tourist and we think and in that particular moment in time we think oh we get so much attracted towards that thing so that, that is the reason why he said it's an association full of tourists so everybody becomes a tourist over there so because of this you should understand that it is just a very very temporary position and give it up so that is the way in which devani gives it up o lord vasudev o supreme personality of godhead you are the creator of this entire cosmic manifestation you live with the super soul in everyone's heart and are smaller than the smallest yet you are you are greater than the greatest and are all self pervading you are you appear completely silent having nothing to do but this is due to all your all pervading nature and your fullness of all opulences i therefore offer my respectful obeisance unto you so what is he saying over here all this happens because of the maya of the divine lord okay it's the maya which creates this kind of a relationships is the maya which creates this grandeur is the maya which creates this i want this i want that that kind of a thing what is it that you want actually you will find that you can live without everything in this world actually if you go to see you can give up everything and you can live without any of these things in this material world you don't need any of those is the maya of this lord which creates this kind of a nature of ours you know oh i want this i want that this is mine that is mine and we try to accumulate things 
knowing fully well that nothing belongs to you everything you have to just leave and go so we have come to the end of chapter 19 king yayati achieves liberation the next one is about kuru dynasty it is a very very important chapter because it leads us into the bharata dynasty and so on and so forth so we will do that it's a small chapter so it is chapter 20 the dynasty of puru sukhdev goswami said o maharaj parikshit descendant of maharaj bharata i shall now describe the dynasty of puru in which you were born so it is the same lineage now so we are we are taking the portion where puru who had given up his youth to his father now gets it back from his father and now he is ruling the kingdom so we will start from puru so i shall now describe the dynasty of puru in which you were born in which many saintly kings appeared and from which many dynasties of brahmanas began king janmanjaya was born in the dynasty of puru janmanjaya's son was prachinvan and his son was pravira thereafter pravira's son was manyasu and manushya came uh, came uh, sorry his son was manushya and from manushya came the son named charupad the son of charupad was sadyu and the son of sadyu was bahugava bahugava's son was samyati from samyati came a son named uh, ahamyati from whom rodraswa was born rodraswa had 10 sons they were called rateyu kakshayu stanandeliyu kritiyuka jaliyu sannetu dharmeyu satiyuyu vratiyuyu and vaniyu of these 10 sons vaniyu was the youngest as the 10 senses which are the product of universal life act under the control of life these 10 sons of rudraswa acted under rudraswa's full control all of them were born of the apsara named ghatatachi ghatchashi ghatchi very very uh, difficult names to pronounce Rateyo was a son named Rantinava who had three sons named Sumati, Dhruva and Apratiratha. Apratiratha had one son whose name was Kanva. The son of Kanva was Medatithi whose son all Brahmanas was headed by Prakshana. The son of Rantinava named Sumati had a son named Rebi. Maharaj Dushmanta is well known as the son of Rebi. Once when King Dushmanta went to the forest to hunt and was very much fatigued he approached the residence of kanva muni there he saw a most beautiful woman who looked exactly like the goddess of fortune who sat there illuminating the entire ashrama by her effulgence the king was naturally attracted by her beauty and therefore he approached her accompanied by some of his soldiers and spoke to her doesn't this sound very familiar to all of us these stories are always like this you know there is there is an ashrama and there is a very beautiful lady over there it reminds me of a song from one of the films you know oe oe or something like that there is a kannada song and outside the ashrama that girl is sitting over there and uh, she is collecting flowers over there and all that she is always always appears to be very beautiful <laughs> never an ugly woman okay seeing this beautiful woman the king was very much enlivened and the fatigue of his hunting excursion was relieved He was of course very much attracted because of lusty desires and thus he inquired from her as follows in a joking mood so he is asking in a joking mood actually he is not joking he is telling the truth <laughs> oh beautiful lotus woman lotus eyed woman who are you whose daughter are you he is this is only preliminary he is not interested in any of these things by the way 
Whose daughter are you? What purpose do you have in this solitary forest? Why are you staying here? These are basically questions a stupid person will ask, you know. And naturally he is asking the same stupid question. Who are you? What are you doing? What is your name? Blah, 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 nonsense. Oh, most beautiful one, it appears to my mind that you must be the daughter of a Kshatriya. Because I belong to the Puru dynasty, my mind never endeavours to enjoy anything irreligious. Shakuntala said, I am the daughter of Vishwamitra. My mother Menaka left me in the forest. Oh hero, the most powerful saint Kanvamuni knows all this. Now let me know, how may I serve you? O king with the eyes like the petal of a lotus, kindly come sit down and accept whatever reception you can offer. We have a supply of Nivara rice that you may kindly take. And if you desire, stay here without hesitation. King Dushmanta replied, O Shakuntala, with beautiful eyebrows, you have taken your birth in the family of great saint Vishwamitra. And your reception is quite worthy of your family. Aside from this, the daughter of the king generally select their own husbands. When Shakuntala responded to Maharaj Dushmanta's proposal with silence, the agreement was complete. When the king who knew the laws of marriage immediately married her by chanting the Vedic Pranava, that is Omkara, in accordance with the marriage ceremony as performed according to the Gandharvas. King Dushmanta, who had never discharged semen without a result, placed his semen at night in the womb of Queen Shakuntala and in the morning he returned to his palace. Thereafter, in due course of time, Shakuntala gave birth to a son. In the forest, Kanva Muni performed all the ritualistic ceremonies <coughs> concerning the newborn child. Later the boy became so powerful that he would capture a lion and play with it. Shakuntala, the best of the women, along with her son whose strength was insurmountable and who, had, who was a partial expansion of the Supreme Godhead, approached her, her husband, Dushmanta. When the king refused to accept his son and wife, who was both is irreproachable, an unembodied voice spoke from the sky as an omen and was heard by everyone present. Then the voice said, O Maharaj Dushmanta, a son actually belongs to his father, whereas the mother is only a container, like the skin of a bellow. According to Vedic injunctions, a father is born as a son. Therefore, maintain your own son and do not insult Shakuntala. O King Dushmanta, he who discharges semen in the is the actual father and his son saves him from the custody of Yamaraja. You are the actual procreator of the child. Indeed, Shakuntala is speaking the truth. Sukhdev Goswami said, When Maharaj Dushmanta passed away from the earth, his son became the emperor of the world and the proprietor of the seven islands. He is referred as the partial representation of the Supreme Personality of Godhead in this world. Maharaj Bharat, the son of Dushmanta, had the mark of Lord Krishna's disc on the palm of his right hand and he had the palm and and the mark of a lotus hole on the sole of his feet. By worshipping the Supreme Personality of Godhead with great ritualistic ceremony, he became the emperor and the master of the entire world. Then, under the priesthood of Mamaitya, Brugumani, he performed 55 horse sacrifices on the bank of Ganga river, beginning from the mouth and ending at the source, and 78 horse sacrifices on the bank of the Yamuna beginning from the confluence of Prayaga and ending at the source. He established the sacrificial fire on an excellent site and he distributed great wealth of the Brahmanas. Indeed, he distributed so many cows that each of the thousands of Brahmanas he had one had one badwa, that is 13,084 as his share. So every Brahmana was given 13,000, more than 13,000 cows. 
Bharata, the son of Maharaj Dushmanta, bound. Thirty-three hundred horses for their sacrifices, and thus he astonished. Uh, Raj, don't close the door. Open it. Thirty-three hundred horses for those sacrifices, and thus he astonished all the other kings. He surpassed even the opulence of the demigods, for he achieved the supreme spiritual master Hari. When Maharaj Bharata performed the sacrifice known as Masnara. He gave in charity 14 lakh of excellent elephants with white tusks and black bodies, completely covered with golden ornaments. As one cannot approach the heavenly planet simply by the strength of his arm, one cannot imitate the wonderful activities of Maharaj Bharata. Maharaj Bharata is a very very important king. We are going to do his story in the next chapter, so you will have to wait for the next chapter. No one can perform such activities in the past, nor will anyone be able to do so in the future, because he is going to teach us about how to get realized. When Maharaj Bharata was on tour, he defeated or killed all the Kritas, Hunas, Yavanas, Pandras, Kanakas, Khasas, Sakas, and the kings who were opposed to the Vedic principles of Brahmanical culture. Formerly, after conquering the demigods, all the demons had taken shelter in the lower planetary system, known as Rasatara. And had brought all the wives and the daughters of the demigods there also. Maharaj Bharata, however, rescued all these women along with their associates from the clutches of the demons, and he returned them to the demigods. Maharaj Bharata is a very, very important character in the story of the entire Srimad Bhagavatam. Why is it so important? Do you know? It is because our country is named after this person. We are called Bharata, Bharat, Bharat Desh. Is because of this person, and this this person is extremely important in our history, and that is the reason why our country is known by his name. Just like America, the United States of America is known by a very important person. Now we always we all we all think you know it is Christopher Columbus, but Christopher Columbus's name is not named <laughs> anywhere. It is called America. America is named after a person called Amerigo Vespucci. He is the person who discovered America in the first place. And he, the place was named after this person, Amerigo Vespucci. Okay, so <laughs> that is how it became the Bharata. The name Bharat comes from this particular important person. And here it is in the Srimad Bhagavatam. He is the person from whose dynasty we have all come from. We have all come from King Bharata's dynasty. His, uh, his part of the family. All right. Maharaj Bharata provided all the subjects of his necessities to all his subjects, both on this earth and in the heavenly planets. For twenty-seven thousand years, he circulated his order and distributed his soldiers in all directions. As a ruler of the entire universe, Emperor Bharat had the opulence of the great kingdom and unconquerable soldiers. His sons and families had seemed to seem to him like his entire life. But finally, he thought of all this as an impediment in spiritual advancement, and therefore he ceased from enjoying it. O King Parikshit, Maharaj Bharat had three pleasing wives, who were daughters of the King of Vidarbha. When all the three of them bore children who did not resemble the king, these wives thought that he would consider them unfaithful queens and reject them, and therefore he killed their own sons. The king, his attempts of progeny frustrated in this way, performed a sacrifice named Marat Stoma. To get a son, the demigods known as Maruts 
being fully satisfied by him, then presented to him name Bhardwaja, son name Bhardwaja. When demigod named Brahaspati was attracted by the brother's wife Mamata, who at that time was pregnant, he desired to have sexual relationships with her. The son within her womb forbade this, but Brahaspati cursed him and forcibly discharged semen into the womb of Mamata. Now, these are all stories. We will be addressing them in the next chapter. Remember, this is all part of the you know, precursor. It's the beginning of the next chapter, so we will have to wait. Mamata being very... Mamata means motherliness. You know, we have the mother, mother, motherly love. That is called Mamata. Mamata was very much feared, being for, forsaken by her husband for giving birth to an illegitimate son. And therefore, she considered giving up the child. But then the demigod solved the problem by enunciating a name for the child. Brahaspati said to Mamata, You foolish woman, although this child was born from the wife of one man to the sperm discharged by another, you should maintain him. Upon hearing this, Mamata replied, Oh Brahaspati, you maintain him. After speaking in this way, Brahaspati and Mamata left, both left. Thus the child was known as Bharadwaj. You know the Gotra called Bharadwaj? Huh? So now you know where it comes from. Somebody's semen and somebody is the father and somebody else is the mother. It's all unknown. Nobody knows where it comes from. <laughs> so those who are from the Bharadwaj Gotra, if you ask them, they are so proud people. You know, I come from the Bharadwaj Gotra. At that time you should tell them this story. Nobody knows who your father is, the mother is and the, and the, and the one who has given the sperm is. <laughs> it is like a funny thing. Nobody knows anything in this matter. So finally, even Bharata, the king, is also like that only. Have you not noticed? His birth was also very strange. See, we are so much, you know, in our, in all our Hindi films and say, Main is khandan se hu and all that. All those old muchar fellows, they keep on saying, you know, I come from this dynasty, this person. And Miri Khandan ki jat. What nonsense. You should first go to your base of where it all started. Your Khandan has no bloody hijjat only. <laughs> where you came from, nobody knows. So what hijjat are you talking about? Although encouraged by the demigods to maintain the child, Mamata considered him useless because of illicit birth. And therefore she left him. Consequently, the demigod, known as the Maruts, maintained the child and when Maharaj Bharat was disappointed for want of a child, this child was given to him as his son. So now, whose son, where it comes from, how it happens, all very complex story. So we will take on from here the next time. So we will stop over here and the next time when we start the, the dynasty of Bharata, I will give you the background of how this whole thing happens. So we will stop over here. Okay.